You're now tuned in to the Indie Culture Radio Show with the Fortune 500 marketer, Musa Ali. You can spend your whole life imagining ghosts, worrying about the pathway to the future, but all there will ever be is what's happening here and the decisions we make in this moment, which are based in either love or fear. So many of us choose our path out of fear disguised as practicality. What we really want seems impossibly out of reach and ridiculous to expect, so we never dare to ask the universe for it. I'm saying I'm the proof that you can ask the universe for it. My father could have been a great comedian, but he didn't believe that that was possible for him. And so he made a conservative choice. Instead, he got a safe job as an accountant. And when I was 12 years old, he was let go from that safe job. And our family had to do whatever we could to survive. I learned many great lessons from my father not the least of which was that you can fail at what you don't want. So you might as well take a chance on doing what you love. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Indie Culture Radio Show. I am your host, your gracious host, Musa Ali, the Fortune 500 marketer. And what you heard right there, that was Jim Carrey. He was uh, actually at a commencement speech, and he was talking about making... um, you know, conservative choices and, you know, following your heart, following your desire. And, you know, I'm not real big on following your desires or passion. I believe that you should follow your efforts and what you do organically. But he he raised a good point there. He, you know, he was talking about, you know, you can fail even at, you know, doing something conservative, even being safe. You can fail at being safe. So you might as well take a chance and do what you are passionate about. And, you know, it won't hurt because you can fail. You can fail at anything. And, um, you know, we're going to be talking about that a little bit today on this episode. And it's, we're going to be talking about the education system. All right. And why you should not put education first or at least why you should not put education first from my perspective. Now, listen, anything I say on this show is just my perspective. I try to never talk about things in absolutes. It's all about perspective. But here's my perspective. And anybody that follows me on social media knows how I feel about the education system. You know, I believe that it's flawed. I I believe that the education system is structured to get you in a debt and indoctrinate you into the corporate the, the corporate culture, if you will. And, you know, I've talked about this this topic actually extensively in my audiobook, Be Distinct. If you haven't listened to it, go on a SoundCloud, type in Be Distinct. And it should pop right up. But, you know, I I devoted an entire chapter to the old rules of education and the new rules of education. You know, but in this episode, we're going to get real deep. We're going to get into a real good game about the education system and how it all ties into everything else. Now, you know, when we were growing up and, and when I say we, I mean millennials in particular, we were taught that you go to school, get good grades Get a good job. And that that was the narrative, right? I mean, the narrative was that if we went to school, behaved, got good grades and graduated, corporate America would reward us with a good job with benefits. Okay, so when we graduated high school, you normally get a credit card, which is debt. We take out loans in college, which is debt. We buy a car once we graduate, which is debt. 
we buy a house once we graduate, which is debt. Now we accumulate all of this debt and we never realize that because we we have all of this debt, it means that now it's mandatory for us to work. It's mandatory for us to get a job. And a good paying job at that, I mean, you have to have a good paying job to you know pay for all of your liabilities, the car note, the credit cards, um, the house, your student loans. You know, some of us are not as fortunate to have parents who pay for our way through college. So a lot of kids take out loans. So this is very realistic. And, you know, a job, a good paying job, it, it, it ensures that the debtor, you know, it, it ensures that you'll be paying back that debt for the next 30 to 40 years until you retire. And that's the game plan. That's what they put into our heads when we're in school, when we're in elementary school, when we're in junior high and especially high school. They tell you all the time, hey, if you don't go to school, you will work at McDonald's like, you know, working at McDonald's is a real bad thing. Hey, it's nothing wrong with working at McDonald's as long as you, you know, you don't get comfortable in one position. Hey, McDonald's is a Fortune 500 company. Let's keep it 100. Let's keep it a buck 50. McDonald's is a Fortune 500 company and you hardly ever see a McDonald's closed down. But you always see a lot of these other Fortune 500 companies. They're always downsizing. They're always closing their doors. So we got to look at it from a different perspective. Now that now that whole scenario, once you look back at the whole scenario, when I talked about debt, once you look back at it, it it's just a real uh, crock of shit. In my books, because your life literally centers around other people getting rich and wealthy. You know, it centers around making the making the bank wealthy. It centers around making the credit card companies wealthy. It centers around making the car companies wealthy, not to mention the time and labor that you give to a job that is someone else's dream. And all you are is a worker making their dreams come true. You know, this is the society and the educational system shoving this shit down our throats and our kids throats from the age of five to 18 years old. You know, see, when we put education first, all it's doing is certifying us to be a cog in someone else's machine. And it's ingenious on the part of entrepreneurs and corporations, because every year you have a steady influx of smart and educated graduates who can solve the problems that the entrepreneurs and the executives are too stupid to solve themselves, you know, but entrepreneurs are smart enough to know that if it's something you can't do or you don't know how to do, hire somebody that does. Ford was a great example. I mean, Henry Ford wasn't a genius, but he hired a team of people who were experts in areas that he was weak in. You know, those educated experts made him and his family a fortune. Now, looking back at history, everybody knows who Ford is, but nobody remembers those educated experts who did all of the work. And, you know, like I said, man, I'm just I'm not trying to, like I said, shit on the education system, just shit on workers. But, you know, let's be let's be 100 percent honest. Right. Let's be 100 percent honest. You know, nobody remembers. Nobody remembers the soldiers. Everybody remembers the king. Everybody remembers the queen. Everybody remembers the victor. So we have to look at it from that perspective. And, and today, 
you know, it's not like back in the early 1900s, the late 1800s, where, like I said in my audio book, it took a lot of money to start a corporation. Anybody could be a king. Anybody can be a boss. Anybody can be a queen in this day and time. All you need is you just need to have the right information. Right. Not necessarily education from the perspective of going to college, getting a four year degree. You know, like I say, these schools are not going to teach you how to become financially independent, how to become financially free, how to become debt free, because the colleges and the universities themselves, they put you in debt. So, you know, it's kind of goes it's it's kind of like an oxymoron, if you will. You know, see, the truth of the matter is that. The American culture is is really so backwards that, you know, it affects every area of life, education, economics, politics, law, media, etc. Our culture is is geared towards capitalism, consumerism, debt and the workers making the wealthy tycoons even filthy, even more filthy rich. You know, and I'm not for that. I'm, I'm about sharing the wealth and. One of the ways and this is why I started this, you know, this podcast or radio show was just to share the 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 information. That's that's the greatest form of wealth is is sharing information to other people. And that's why I do it. And, you know, this is why immigrants come to this country and do so well. You know, they never come here and put education first. The first thing an immigrant does when he or she comes into America, they come to this country is they start a business before an immigrant can even read cat in a hat. They start a business, you know, whether it's they open up gas stations, liquor stores, grocery stores, beauty supply stores, restaurants, you name it. They do it. And what they do is they take that money and pay for their children's education. They built their own schools. They pay their kids tuition through college. So they don't have debt. And when their kids graduate, with degrees in law or medicine, their parents use the cash from their businesses to help their children open up their own law practice or medical practice. You see, second generation immigrants enter the business world with zero debt and education and startup money for a business, not to mention assets and cash flow they will inherit from their parents when they pass away. And, you know, it makes sense because you can't even get a good education unless you have the means to pay for it. So how much sense does it make to pursue an education without creating assets and income? Now, let me say this. There are about a handful of degrees that that I'll say are professions that absolutely require an education. And that's law, medicine, technology, finance and engineering and, you know, STEM related stuff. Science, technology, engineering, mathematics. You know, those professions not only require you to be educated. In many cases, it's against the law to conduct conduct business in these fields without an education or certification, because I mean, I'm going to be perfectly honest. I don't want a uneducated doctor to be doing brain surgery or doing heart surgery on me. You know, I don't want an uneducated lawyer who doesn't know about law to be defending me in a case. Right. So it makes sense. And I understand that. I I totally do. But like I tell students all the time, if you're not going to school for law, medicine, technology, finance or engineering, college isn't really worth it. I mean, really think about it, because those are 
those are the professions actually that give you the highest return where you could come out of college possibly making six figures in those fields. So, yeah, I mean, of course, it makes sense because even if you do take out student loans, you'll be able to pay them back in a shorter period of time than you would in any other degree or profession. You know, now I've talked about why, you know, we've talked about the problem. We talked about why you shouldn't put education first. Now, let me give you what let, let me give you some ideas of, of what I think is a viable solution to the problem. You know, I think that colleges should be structured to truly prepare kids for corporate America. And I, I think that corporate America and colleges and universities should actually form partnerships. Right. Like if you had a big old corporate building, they should have like the college on the bottom floor and kids, you know, would go to college you know, or go to school for, let's say, four hours out the day. And then the next four hours, they would work towards, you know, whatever it is that they were studying during the, you know, the bottom half of the day. I mean, that's just my idea. That's just one of my ideas. And, you know, whether they want to use their, you know, you know, kids want to use their education to get a job or start a business. Colleges should really work in conjunction with corporate America. You know, to train kids how to learn their desired desired profession in in the classroom and work at a corporation or work with a corporation, you know, to earn income to either pay for school or to keep, you know, for themselves. You know, so let's say hypothetically speaking that, you know, like I said, they work, the you know, they go to school for the first four hours and then the the next four hours during the day or throughout the day. You know, they're, you know, they're either paying for their school if they have to, you know, take out a loan or whatever the case may be. And or they, you know, they're making money for four hours a day, you know, while while they're learning. So, I mean, it's all all different types of ways to really attack it. But, you know, that way, when kids graduate, they have experience, they have zero debt and a job waiting for them in corporate America. And it tra- and then corporate America can really train kids how to do the job and they're really seasoned when they're, you know, when they graduate. You know, now for the hustler, I mean, instead of colleges charging 100,000, 200,000 for education, you know, that money should be used for entrepreneurs, you know, that should be their seed money to start their own business or invest in their own business. You know, while they're learning in the classroom, they can be earning in the boardroom, right? They can learn how to be bosses. They can learn how to be executives or entrepreneurs or whatever the case may be. But like I said, if they form a relationship, the universities and corporations, because I mean, really, you look at the universities right now, they're structured just like corporations. And then you do have some universities who are just straight out private businesses. I mean, you know, you look at University of Phoenix, Davenport and all of these, you know, you know, these other, you know, things they got out there now, man. It's just crazy. I mean, ICDC, it's crazy. It's crazy. And they'll they will literally they will literally create a degree degree program for anything, for anything and things that you don't even need a degree for. They'll create a degree program for it in charge two to three times what, you know, a community college or, you know, a university would pay for, you know, a degree. So it's just crazy.
you know, these solutions would truly spark the economy of America, creating businesses and jobs at the same time, because you're creating a class of entrepreneurs and you're creating a class of workers or jobs in, you know, in in America. But, you know, as good of an idea as this is, it'll probably never be put into practice because it would challenge not only corporate America, but the cash machine that is the university system. College is a business, like I said, just like corporate America and in businesses, the number one uh, objective is to make money for the owners and shareholders, not for the employees or the students, but for the wealthy. So again, you know, it kind of goes against the grain to say that, you know, colleges would teach kids how to be entrepreneurs, how to be bosses, how to be debt free, because the colleges put kids into debt, you know, which is why I always advocate entrepreneurship. I always advocate being your own boss because I know damn well the system isn't going to change. It's not going to change shit. As long as the profits are rolling in, as long as people keep, you know, as, as long as people keep applying and going to college and getting these fluff degrees and not getting jobs when they graduate, the system will, would keep perpetuating itself. You know, it's up to the student, it's up to the employee to really liberate yourself because the system isn't going to do it. You know, if you're waiting for a school or company to teach you to become financially free or give you financial freedom, it will never happen. All right. That's my time, y'all. I want you to check me out at MusaAli.net, M-U-S-A-A-L-I.net and follow me on Twitter. I am Musa Ali, M-U-S-A-A-L-I, and on Instagram, I am Musa Ali, M-U-S-A-A-L-I, and uh, add me on Facebook, Mansa Musa Ali, M-A-N-S-A-M-U-S-A-A-L-I, that's M-A-N-S-A-M-U-S-A-A-L-I, a lot of A's in there, but check me out and uh, just kind of stay abreast on uh, some of the new things that I'm doing. We're going to be putting out the Be Distinct um, T-shirts and the hats and all of the the merchandise uh, pretty soon. So stay tuned. All right, y'all. That's my time. Peace.